Um, it's been a year, man. I know. So, I mean, the, we, we really, really ran the gambit. We kind of, we talked about our experience with COVID. Um, we talked, we did some product reviews. We did some taste tests. We did some more interviews. Um, so we even gave it a little, uh, I know you gave a little kind of uh, seminar about meditation, like a beginner's guide to meditation. Mm -hmm. So lots to choose from this year and the past six years, folks. So uh, we normally do our, our uh, What's Got Us Pumped at this part of the uh, podcast, and uh, I tell you what's got us both pumped is that we're going to be starting our seventh year of podcasting real Heck soon. Yeah. So um, if you guys have any ideas for uh, where we should take the podcast next, um, please let us know. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. Well, technically, we're starting our eighth year. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's always, it's so weird. I don't, <laughs> we're, we're wrapping. We're having our seventh our anniversary. Seven. But then I guess we're going into the eighth year, You're so going I know the, it's, the numbers are all confusing. But was, also, it's the end of the year, and you know you've got to be a little optimistic uh -huh. about what's to come. Right. I was told there would be no math. So you're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, or shall I say the final edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast for 2022. We had the last episode of the year. Um, we're going to take a look back at the year that was, share some of the, the biggest episodes, the best episodes that we've had this year, but you guys can go back and check out. I'm guessing we do a podcast a week, so the other 52 episodes that we do this year, we yeah. did this year. Yeah. And you guys can make your pick what you think the best of episodes and let us know by leaving a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Um, don't nice. forget to share the podcast because as Shannon says, sharing is caring. That's right. So now our daughter is actually saying it too. So yep. we're definitely having uh, spreading the word spreading and you guys can spread the word by doing the sharing and caring. Um, keep doing that. Um, and also visit our sponsors aminoco.com slash ATF to learn more about their products. And we'll tell you a little bit more about them in a little bit. So as we said, look back at the year that was over 50 episodes this year. We are actually into our seventh year of podcasting. Yeah. I would say we're going to have our seventh birthday coming up in January, technically. Um, the first Addicted Fitness podcast actually debuted in June of 2016. Wow. But um, I know I was started a podcast called the ETT Rap Show January of that year with another host, but you were actually come you came in on several of those episodes too. I was a guest. That's I was right. a guest host. You were the guest host and, and the other host couldn't couldn't do it. That's right. You soon took over as the host, the co-host, I should say. So, oh. um, yeah, so that was been, it's a uh, seventh, uh, I guess the seventh anniversary um, is coming up in June of 2023. So um, we've been doing it a long time and we really have a lot, uh, quite the library, guys. So, no, yes, you, you guys will be able to see all the episodes of this year on Apple Podcasts. But if you need to go back all the way to the beginning, back to 2016, Go to Addicted to Fitness 
www.lipson.com. That will give you the whole archive of all our past episodes. Over 340, I think we're on 47 today, 347. Wow. Yeah, so we uh, we'll definitely put a lot in, guys. So this week, as I mentioned, we're going to go and sh- sh- kind of highlight some of the the big, uh, I think, episodes that we had this year. Um, actually, this episode will be 346. I went, I jumped ahead. Holy moly. Jumped ahead. So to lead off the, the, the best of the year, uh, the best of the ATF, the year that was for the ATF podcast, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about, we are going to uh, basically share with you the most downloaded episode from this year. Um, and I don't think it's any surprise. We usually, our nutrition episodes usually get the best or the most downloads. But this one was very special because it was a product reviewed also. A product review also, I should say. That was the episode featuring the Nutrisense, Nutrisense yes. Constant Glucose Monitor program that you uh, uh, undertook this year. That was like honestly one of my favorite as well mm-hmm. because it was also one of the biggest game changers I feel like of late in terms of understanding my own health. Um, I mean, that was that was amazing. So. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad to hear that that was our top download. That's right. I love so, that episode. So you guys can check out a little bit from this episode that that basically went live, debuted on April 17th of this year. So these types of constant glucose monitors have become more prevalent on the market in recent years. And the one that this company, NutriSense, uses is ironically one that I was familiar with because we used it for our dog. Yep. That's right, folks. Mm-hmm. My dog had to use the same thing I did. It's the Freestyle Libre uh, 14-day constant glucose monitoring yep. system. So this is specifically, they call it a flash glucose monitoring system, I think because you have to scan it. It's not one that just is sending signals on its own. You have to scan the data every eight hours. And that's that was what we had to do for our dog. And I used the very basic app, free app, that comes with this particular monitor for our dog. For Jazz, yeah. And it is super, super basic. <laughs> so I got a good sort of point of reference of if you just buy this product, this product alone is gonna cost you probably 90 to $100 per monitor. You do, I think, actually need a prescription to get it. Now, with NutriSense, when you sign on, you kind of give your goals and reason for wanting this. Mine was to really understand how my body specifically reacted to certain foods and to make sure that I wasn't entering any danger areas. Um, So they gave me a prescription based off of that. It wasn't like a doctor prescription. No telemedicine appointment or anything? No, but it comes from a pharmacy, actually. That's that's what I read in the article is that you definitely need that. So they talked about they referenced doing telemedicine, but, you know, I guess if you're... Yep. Like you said, they... They do that. Yeah, yeah NutriSense apparently has their own like team. They, you know, as long as you check, quote unquote, check the right boxes um, and are coming up saying that you're doing this for, you know, health reasons, they will give you a prescription. 
So they have different programs. Um, I signed on, you can get like different monthly subscriptions. They send you two of these monitors every month. So, you know, you get two, you get six total. I signed up for three months. I get six total monitors and then you get to use their app. Now their app is really kind of the unique platform. That's really what you're sort of paying a little extra for. Right. Um, plus they also have a group of nutritionists that are there to, and dietitians to help you through your process. So if you sign on for, I think it's the three month is like the minimum where you actually get your first month includes a free month of the debt of that dietitian. So you have somebody that's there to help break down the data and help make sure that you're getting started on the right foot with their mm -hmm. system. Um, I actually was a little skeptical of whether I was going to get a whole lot of benefit out of that, that part, but she was incredibly informative. Um, even though it was all done just through a messaging system, you have an option of how you want to work with your, your, your person. Yep. Um, and Teresa was mine and she was. I opted to just do like texting via their system in the app. So she could see all my results and I'm guessing she could also see some different breakdowns. Um, but we just message back and forth. Mm -hmm. So on average, um, their pricing is, I think, you know, you're looking at each of these monitors is costing, you know, about $90 probably like just by themselves. So it's almost $200 a month just for the monitors. Right. And then they basically add their system on top of that. So definitely there is a price factor to this, um, mm -hmm. which is probably why it took me so long to really get around to doing this. Right. But um, I really appreciated kind of the process. We've talked about how for any kind of nutrition or diet advice that we tend to give, we stand by the kind of classic first step of you have to know where you are in order to know where you need to go. Uh -huh. You know, it's sort yeah. of like getting your bearings. And that is the same process that you do with this. So when you get your little monitors in their little boxes, and we're actually going to put, I have a month left. I've done two months of this. So I've been reviewing this for two months and I have one month left. So I've got two sensors left. I'm actually going to, we're going to record a video of what it is to put on one of these sensors. Because as you may kind of guess, you do actually have to, it does need to like I don't want to say inject, but it does need to place a sensor, I think, like under your skin mm -hmm. in order to get the readings. And you put it on like the fattiest part of your arm. Right. So it's like that that part of your arm that is always like the wiggly part. Um, and I'll we're going to do a video so you can see what that looks like. Surprisingly, it looks more intimidating than it like it's not. 
a painful process. So, All right, guys, that was just a little clip from the most downloaded episode of 2022 on the ATF podcast. Um, as I said, Shannon was the guinea pig for that product and mm-hmm. gave her a lot of information that I think she still uses today. I do. It has really opened my eyes about how my body specifically uh, is, you know, triggered or is breaking down and using food. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all just take for granted the sort of same blanket advice that everybody you know, certain foods are going to be more more of a trigger for your blood sugar. But when you actually do one of these programs, you find out how customized and different right. each of us can be. And I just think it was such a great underlying um, wealth of information. Right. It's uh, it's providing more data. Is it something that was necessary? Well, if you want to live optimal, I think it is a yeah. it is something that could, it's a tool that you could use. I should say, is it yeah. necessary? No, but um, I am thinking about doing it again yeah, in twenty twenty three. All right, so um, let's move on to uh, the next one, the next uh, episode we're going to highlight, and that is the best interview from this year. Um, mm. This interview episode actually took place in February of this uh, February twentieth of this past year or 2022 yep um so it was the beginning of the year um it was the interview with fasting expert dr william shoe um he was uh the Mm. i think he is uh we'll talk about here you guys are going to hear it in a little snippet but he works for el nutra a company that uh uh, markets and produce a lot of uh fasting mimicking products um so he's um did a lot of research into the fasting mimicking diet. So we got to delve into that with him and he got to share why it's kind of important to improving lifespan, which is also always, well, is always something that I'm interested in. So check out that a little uh, excerpt from that episode. My guest today spent 20 years as an endocrinologist at Harvard's Jocelyn Diabetes Center before becoming the chief medical officer at El Nutra, a leading Nutritech company that utilizes nutrition as an innovative tool to extend human health span. I'm very excited to welcome Dr. William Shu to the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Thanks for de- joining me today, Dr. Shu. Hi, Nick. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show. And uh, I'm really interested in talking to you. You know, we talk about uh, nutrition a ton on our podcast. And, you know, we've talked about, touched on the the, the topics of uh, fasting before and everything that you're an expert in. Uh, but before we do that, we ask all our interviewees uh, what you did for your training recently. Uh, training as in physical training or? Yes. Yes. Sorry. Physical or mental or even nutrition based yeah. training. Nutritional. Okay. That's uh, that's an easy one there. So I routinely practice 16-8 as an intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. And I do fasting mimicking diet about every three to four months uh, for deep cellular cleanse and and fasting. Mm -hmm. Well, that's excellent. I want to go more into detail about that. But before we go into that, I want to know kind of how you got to that point of being an expert in, in fasting and uh, mm-hmm. in the fasting magnetic diet. I mean, where did it all start for you way back, way back when? Yeah. I mean, I, for 20 years, I took care of patients, uh, you know, in the endocrinology space and, and, and most of the practices uh, 
that I held uh, were actually treating people with diabetes and obesity. And uh, I, you know, despite the fact that we have almost more than 12 different categories, I'm talking about classes of medicine to treat diabetes. You know, I, I felt that, uh, um, you know, patients were benefiting obviously from these drugs, but also not benefiting because uh, we simply just keep the sugar at a lower level because of these medicine. Um, the body hadn't changed, you know, the behavior hadn't changed. And I always talk, I always say that my patients can always out-eat whatever I prescribe, mm -hmm. right? So as powerful as the drugs out are, if we haven't focused on sort of the person, the choices and the behavior, I mean, this is a, a zero sum game. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so that's why, um, for me, the switch over to, to joining El Nutria was a, was a big one. Uh, you know, my family did at, at once uh, uh, question my sanity for making that decision. <laughs> but, um, but fasting is one of those tools that we have within our body that was designed by nature. Um, and yet modern science hasn't really taken full of advantage of that mechanism. We could talk more about that, but I think this is mm -hmm. one of the most revolutionary tools that we have in our pocket that can fundamentally change the, the, the way the body works, the way our mind works and our behavior. So, mm -hmm. so I've now switched over to really uh, leading the science uh, and the clinical development, the research at El Nutra. Uh, hoping to bring the benefits of fasting to even more people than, than I yeah, I was reading about El Nutra a little bit. I mean, they talk about some preliminary numbers from last year. I mean, you know, over 36 million invested, and I'm sure it's gone up since I saw that number from last year and over 14 clinical trials. Um, what, I mean, so, because I mean, beforehand you were, I saw a lot of, uh, in, you were working in multiple different Ivy League schools and different hospitals. Um, and so the you kind of touched on already is that you saw that the what from El Nutria, especially is it is it products or is it a type of structure for diet plans as regards to and you know of course to the the fasting diet. What from them drew you them that opposed to staying in kind of the the treatment field in hospitals? Well I mean it, it uh, I, I think um, if you look at many of the illnesses that we face today, right, these are all behavior driven condition. Mm -hmm. uh, how do we, uh, as a society, gain so much weight? Where 70% of our citizens uh, now struggle with being overweight. Um, uh, the, the gene genetics couldn't, could not have, have made that because the right. epidemic of obesity only occurred <laughs> over the last few decades. So you could not have simply be the genes, right? So it had to be the environment, the choices, right? And all the environmental pressures, uh, all that interaction between self and society, right? And, and, and so that's why it really drew me to, to try to understand, you know, uh, everybody knows that we ought to be eating well every day. <laughs> Nick, I'm sure in, in your many other podcasts, you talk about eat well, exercise every day. I've been preaching that for the last 20 years, right? But why, why is our society getting bigger? Why is our society not getting, uh, not living longer? Uh, you mm -hmm. know, why are we struggling even with more healthcare expenses? When we've been talking about let's eat well every day, and, and, and I think, I believe the answer is 
it is difficult for us. You see, we know what to do. We know what to eat. We know we should be exercising. <laughs> but hey, you know, for the ordinary people like me, you know, I may not be able to do it every single day. You know, I know that I, be, I, I should be eating well every single day, but I couldn't. So now fasting open, opens that very interesting window because, you know, everybody fasts. A lot of people think, oh, fasting, I'm so scared of that. That's such a scary word. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm very unhappy when I don't eat. No, no, no. Everybody fasts. Fasting is for everybody. Let me explain. When you sleep at night, you're not eating unless you're sleep eating. You're fasting. So everybody fasts. It's a matter of how long. And so now science has begun to uncover uh, it's not only like how much we're eating or what we're putting in our mouth that determines our health, but also when we're not eating or when we're eating. I mean, that really adds to the new dimension, right, on the discussions of how do we stay fit and, and support our uh, health span. There you go, guys. Our best episode of 2022. Um, hopefully, uh, you guys check out. We did several episodes this past year. Um, so I was really, uh, um, all of them, I'm always, I always take something away from all the uh, interview episodes. There's always something, a little snippet I get from uh, um, the, the people we get a chance to speak to. So I always like doing the interviews, which I did more of them, but it's always a, a, a time thing. But hopefully we'll get some more in in the new year. Yeah. So uh, now I told I titled this uh, this highlighted episode as the burns the most calories episode, <laughs> and now so we you know we're addicted to fitness, folks. That's the title of the podcast. We love talking <laughs> about fitness, but we did a little something this past year uh, where we highlighted a specific piece of exercise equipment. Um, we wanted to see, show give people information about uh, a piece of equipment that uh, gives them the most bang for their buck, and we highlighted the jump rope. So, and you guys, oh, uh, yes. we looked at the downloads. You guys really enjoyed that episode. So we figured that we keep we highlight it on this uh, look back of the best of the year. Um, so please check out this ex excerpt of the equipment exercise. Sorry, exercise equipment hot spotlight for the jump rope. I will um, also say, even though you know there is your your jumping and stuff, when you become really efficient at the jump rope. Mm -hmm. You can get a really good workout in and not have it like bang up your body like running does. Mm -hmm. So not only is it kind of just even more efficient, yeah. but the better you get at it, the less like jarring it is on your joints and things. It's interesting. That kind of goes and like I said, I'm not saying this is a tangent, but surface, like what you want to jump on when you're it doing matters. jump ropes. It does matter. Like there are some people like it, it I mean, I'm, we could get really nuanced and go into footwear too, but I think most people are going to wear tennis shoes, athletic shoes, and they're probably going to jump on some sort of hard surface, um, whether it be a mat or outdoors. Um, but I would say probably the most convenient surface is some sort of pliable surface like i know there's a lot of boxers that will actually if they do at home jump rope they make a small little plat plywood platform that has some give has some bounce to it 
So that that's kind of the aspect that is kind of beneficial too, especially and it's a lot easier on your feet, um, is to have some sort of platform that's that's bouncy. You know, if you ever think about a boxing ring, a boxing ring is very kind of pliable, well, it's super fun. Yeah, and it's it's not quite like a, a trampoline or anything, but it has a lot of give right. to it. It's kind of like a gymnastics mat. Yeah, so it has a lot of give to it. So that is the ideal surface, but you could also you know something like a. Uh, a flat surface with you know tennis athletic shoes i would stay away from carpet i had to jump rope on carpet before it's not great <laughs> and obviously cement. uh dirt and cement's rough grass is also not great cement's not great but like it's you know, harder it's hard and it, it is it depending on what kind of rope you have it could be hard on the rope yeah. too um so speaking of that there are different types of jump rope um there is like the the speed ropes that are out now. That's for people that are uh, really skilled. I would say um, they're very lightweight. They have a lot of uh, basically. Um, I, I guess the word is bearings and things. The connection is super. I mean, it's just very fluid and just it's. I mean, it's meant for speed. I mean, the reason call them speed ropes and double unders. If anybody's familiar uh, with that, that's, that's having basically two revolutions of the rope while you jump in the air once. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, like I said, for beginners, right you don't have to memories. worry about that. Uh, what I will say for ropes, I know you are a fan of uh, some of the bearings ones, right? Yeah, the ones with the absolutely. It is a smooth, it's more user-friendly. It feels like less, like I have wrist problems. Mm -hmm. Like I have nerve damage in one of my wrists. And it's just a smoother right. wrist movement. And it's a lot less effort, I feel like, on the, on the wrists. So yeah. It's like it's like a, you could almost just like twitch your wrists, right. like your hands. It's not this the the circular rotation. Right. So yeah, it is it is much more I think user friendly. The ones with the bearings, and then there's ones that are a bit with bearings, but that aren't speed ropes. So not to get too much into the nuance of it, but um, honestly, if you're really just learning, I mean, you can get a jump rope, just an old school, I mean, cord yeah. or rope. With some handles attached to it, I mean, I would say don't spend a ton of money. Ooh. I mean, that's another great thing about the jump rope. I mean, it is by far the most cost-efficient piece of uh, exercise equipment. I mean, when you talk about uh, cost-to-benefit analysis, jump jump rope is at the top. And it's super easy to store. Right. Very convenient. It's not going to take up a bunch of space. I will say, though, if you live in an apartment... You have to go somewhere to jump rope. Yeah. You can't jump rope in your apartment right. or else your neighbors downstairs will shoot you. So, I mean, I would say anywhere from 10 to 20 bucks, that's what you should be spending for a yeah. jump rope. Anything Especially more, your first ones. Unless you... We've layered on dieting and we've layered on negative associations and emotional associations and all these different things with food. Our relationship with food has gotten so complicated mm -hmm. and convoluted over the years your body does not see food as that complicated. Your brain is what needs mm. to be sorted out. Yeah, true. So all of this diet culture has, has really messed with our heads the most and made it so that our body, which really, just like you said, wants to survive in as, you know, in the most efficient way possible, yeah. meet us where we are, it it can't do that. You know, we're, we're like a yo-yo jerking it around all over the place. And then we wonder, well, why, why can't everybody just be healthy? Yeah. So 
what we're going to talk about today is really about that mental side. Yeah. To strengthen and uh, make the first thing that's touching the ground more mobile is your feet. And jump rope is one of the best, if not, in my opinion, the best way to do so. So I highly recommend it to anybody that has the capability to do it um, and, and has the willingness to learn how to do it, to, tr- to incorporate it to into their workouts. smack yourself in the back a lot. Oh, yes. Yeah, and like I said, Wear I think I already shirt. mentioned this. I, it, I don't think I ever smacked myself in the back too much. God, I have. I, you know, obviously when we were to kickboxing, we did it barefoot. I don't recommend that for people. <laughs> I recommend maybe wearing some, you know, some low profile shoes. The thick soled running shoes are not going to be your friend in those. Ooh. Some weightlifting shoes, some old shoe Converse or the very uh, low profile shoes that are available now. Those are weightlifting shoes. A lot of people call them. Those would be ideal. Um, even something like socks would be helpful. Um, hitting, getting hit in the toe with a, a jump rope, depending, even depending on what kind of material it is, it's not fun. So definitely wear some shoes. Wear a shirt. Uh, wear Take a shirt, apparently. Especially right. if you're going to practice double unders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, folks. There you go. Now, it's, you know, we just got through the holidays. So if anybody got a jump rope for the holidays, uh, you should thank the person that gave it to you because maybe they oh, were yes. listening. They might have listened to this that that episode. I know. And hopefully you listen to that episode in its entirety too. Mm-hmm. Um, get some more information and impact about how and why you should be using that new piece of equipment. That's exactly right. That episode debuted on actually October 10th of this year, and that was episode 335. Um, so like I said, you guys, hopefully po- uh, Apple Podcasts, not hopefully, Apple Podcasts has the last 100 episodes, so you'll be able to see all these podcasts from this year, these episodes from this year. Um, but if you want to see all our uh, 346 episodes. You got to go back to uh, the back in the archive and head to addictedtofitness.lipson.com for that. So, we're going to tell you about the next episode, but now let's tell you about today's sponsor. If you tune into the Addicted to Fitness podcast on a regular basis, you know we do a training recap on every episode. Shannon and I share what we did for our exercise and fitness during the week. So, you hear that. We are doing a ton of exercise, um, and recently I've been trying to up my game, try to increase the intensity of that exercise, and being 38, going on 39, it's been hard, I'll be honest, but it's gotten a little bit easier over the last month or so because I've been using the, the Perform product from the Amino Company. The Perform product increases peak strength and endurance levels during exercise. It's three times more effective on the gram for gram basis than any other protein source. It improves cognitive function, focus, and concentration. Decreases recovery time by quickly rebuilding muscle tissue, and it happens to be keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. So anybody, depending, regardless, I should say, of your diet requirements can try this product. Guys, I've honestly been using this product for the last month or so, and I can tell you with uh, the utmost sincerity that my intensity and my ability to progress during my workouts has improved, okay? So 
head to aminoco.com, check out their products, and bonus for you listeners, you get 30% off by using the code ATF at checkout. Better yet, go to aminoco.com slash ATF, read more about their, uh, their scientifically backed benefits. You can see pictures of yours truly, uh, and also read the testimonial that I read, uh, that my honest testimonial about how I feel about these products. So once again, visit aminoco.com slash ATF, and if you want to buy any of the products, use the code ATF at checkout. The final highlighted episode of 2022 that we wanted to share with you guys a little drum roll is the most enlightening episode so that's Ah. what i titled this one and this one with the topic was your brain may be the key to long-term weight loss Um, that debuted in january on january 10th of 2022 so basically we were we obviously love looking at our research and we found some research that suggested that um kind of the keys to weight loss is really um almost like it's like a mental game you know it's kind of the your mindset really plays a role in how having sustainable weight loss so guys check out this check out that episode and see how enlightening it really is yeah. Well, I think so it's like, wrong. there's like so many, like, you know, I feel the word diet and dieting. Basically, I think when they say dieting, they mean restricting calories or like a pretty much a, 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 a very, I wouldn't say vastly, I don't know what the word, but it's, heavily restricting your calories. It's a restrictive consumption of food. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. In so, some way, whether right. you're you're cutting out a type of food, you're cutting calories, whatever it is. I mean, we lived through Atkins and South Beach. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was, I feel like, probably like the pinnacle of dieting where everybody, like you knew somebody was doing that. Right. And it was, I mean, they, they came up with product lines attached to these diet plans. Mm hmm and i mean now it's keto i'd say it's probably one of the big ones vegan true i think so yeah in a sense Mm plant-based um but yeah so i think we're we've heard diets so much and whenever we think about losing weight probably i would say the majority of people probably say well yeah i have to diet or i have to change my diet I have to restrict what I'm eating. And the thought is like, oh, I'll go on this restrictive diet for this amount of time. Yeah. Or, I think you know, the time frame is definitely the one of the. But actually, yeah. what we're finding out is that it's, it's because it is usually a temporary thing. It's because um, they're finding now that diets don't really work for weight loss right especially in the long term yeah exactly like you said it could be short-term weight loss yeah um, but it's so many i I know this article we were looking at an article in the new york new york times that you found uh found but i've seen several uh other articles talking about how it's very uh, basically they're the 
the weight gain after initial weight loss is almost, it's highly probable to, for people to gain that weight back. So based on statistics that it's, it's very hard to keep the weight loss off, you know, get the weight you lost off. Um, because that, that mindset of restrictive eating, uh, is only, can only, some, a person can only stick to that for so long. Right. And like you said, it's counterintuitive to our, our wants and desires. And I know this article mentioned it and I've heard many times is that your body's metabolism basically tries to reach homeostasis. So if your body is taking in less calories, less energy, your metabolism is going to come try to meet that amount mm-hmm. of energy that you're taking in in order to basically not, you know, to basically because it can't feed itself, you know, so it basically brings metabolism down, which can have negative effects on other bodily symptoms like hormones or stress levels and things like that. So over time, the, 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 the weight loss or restrictive eating, especially restricted calories can definitely uh, do more harm than good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your metabolism can slow down, your, you know, your burn of calories during like a workout could yep. be less yep. your if you're dieting yep. than if you're not. Um, and I mean, then there's also all of the, I think, mental consequences that come with dieting as well. So what, what they're really finding now, which is so ironic mm-hmm. because having just gone through a like health coach certification with Ayurveda as we've talked about this Mm -hmm. um, before is like an ancient (laughs) um, kind of wisdom and like this, an ancient approach to living a healthy lifestyle. And it's all coming back to some of the same tips that I learned in, in that, um, like going through like the schooling and everything, but it makes sense. It's actually, it's a mental thing. Like we, we've sort of broken our positive association and realistic association with food in our lives because now we've, we've, you know, we've layered on dieting and we've layered on negative associations and emotional associations and all these different things with food. Our relationship with food has gotten so complicated Mm -hmm. and convoluted over the years. Your body does not see food as that complicated. Your brain is what needs Mm. to be sorted out. Yeah, true. So all of this diet culture has has really messed with our heads the most and made it so that our body, which really just like you said, wants to survive in as, you know, in the most efficient way possible, yeah. meet us where we are. It, it can't do that. You know, we're, we're like a yo-yo jerking it around all over the place. And then we wonder, well, why, why can't everybody just be healthy? Yeah. So, what we're going to talk about today is really about that mental side. Yeah. All right, folks, that's it. Those are the four episodes that we wanted, the kind of the best of uh, episodes that we wanted to highlight in this year. But, of course, there was 48 other episodes that you guys could choose from. Um, I, I enjoyed a lot of them. 
Um, it's been a year, man. I know. So, I mean, the, we, we really, really ran the gambit. We kind of... We talked about our experience with COVID. Uh, we talked. We did some product reviews. We did some taste tests. We did some more interviews. Um, so we even gave it a little. Uh, I know you gave a little kind of uh, seminar about meditation, like a beginner's guide to meditation. Mm-hmm. So lots to choose from this year and the past six years, folks. So uh, we normally do our our uh, what's got us pumped. At this part of the uh, podcast, and uh, I tell you what's got us both pumped is that we're going to be starting our seventh year of podcasting real Heck soon. Yeah. So um, if you guys have any ideas for uh, where we should take the podcast next, um, please let us know. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. Well, technically, we're starting our eighth year. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's always, it's so weird. I don't, we're, <laughs> we're wrapping. We're having our seventh our anniversary. Seven. But then I guess we're going into the eighth year, You're so going I know the, it's, the numbers are all confusing. But was, also, it's the end of the year, and you know you've got to be a little optimistic uh-huh. about what's to come. Right. I was told there would be no math, so that's what I'm banking <laughs> on. But guys, uh, follow us on Instagram, the ATF Podcast. Uh, visit theaminoco.com slash htf uh, slash slash ATF uh, and use the code ATF at checkout to get 30% off all their supplements. You guys heard how much we enjoy those and why we use them. Um, leave the rating review and please share the podcast with a friend. You got anything else for them tonight? Nope. This has been a... <laughs> This has been the final episode of the Addicted to Fitness podcast for 2022, and we'll catch you next year. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. Thanks.